Hello, hello, week two. It's the Jocks and Jills podcast, episode two coming at you. Julia Sherry and Tessa Banam. First of all, Tess, like yeah. what a week it's been. Some yeah. hype in the league itself, of course. We've had seven games since we last got to talk to you guys. But a wild uh, week four. Before wild we one. get it was a wild week four, but we had a wild kind of weekend. We've had a we wild did. couple days since we were able mm. to actually put this thing out into the universe, get some excitement going on social media, get some excitement going with a launch party beyond our like wildest dreams. I cannot believe Friday night was a thing. We got to have so many people out. Some brands that are really awesome got to help us out. Molson, San Remo Bakery. Thank you guys so much. Shout out to Red Bull as well. They provided the space. They provided us enough Red Bulls that uh, we were moving and grooving all I haven't slept yet. It was a sick night. (laughs) Is that the truth? I actually believe that. Uh, San Remo Bakery, hands down. There is no bakery in the entire world. You can't convince me that is better than that place. I have eaten more donuts than I have in the entire first part of my life than I have in the past seven days. And their sandwiches are ridiculous. If you're ever in Toronto, anybody that's not from here or that comes to Toronto to watch a game of any sort, you got to stop at San Remo in Etobicoke. You will be thanking us. This place is legit. Yeah, sweet family-run place, amazing family, amazing sandwiches, yeah. amazing pizza, amazing food. Another would person love- we have to shout out is Tori from – sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, would love to give Tori yeah. some love. <laughs> Took the Absolutely. words right out of my mouth. Tori, Tori is the best. She made the whole launch party happen uh-huh. for us. She pulled together a, a, an amazing event in a matter of three days because we are who we are. We heard the words launch party and we were like, yeah, let's do it, even though we're <laughs> launching on Monday. <laughs> yeah. We, and we put it together in two days. Would you want to know why I know our launch party was great? It was because we had a party crasher. That is absolutely the indicator of a perfect party. Yeah, you would come over and you're like, hey, is that your friend? And I was like, no, that guy definitely looks like one of your friends, not my friends. And you're like, no, I don't even know that guy. I'm like, that guy is drinking our drinks and eating our food. (laughs) You and I, I was like, oh, that's one of Tess's Sudbury goons, 100%. You look over and you're like, yeah, that's one of Julia's Thunder Thunder Bay Bay buddies. Don't mind them. (laughs) Meanwhile, it was just a random Liberty yeah. Village miscreant that came and hung out. But to your point, it's not a launch party without some no. sort of party crasher. Yeah. And you know it was a good party because he was taking notes. He had a notepad and he was writing things down. So Yeah. He was he serious. Was like, and you know what? When I go to San Remo, this is going to be my order. That's probably what he was writing down. <laughs> yeah. We had our notepads out this week too, Tess. It, like to your yeah. earlier point, crazy week around the PWHL. Actually, Man. you had a story you wanted to get to first. Three- what, what was your weekend like? We, I had a I had a pretty good weekend. Kid had uh, okay. My kids had a birthday party they went to, which was awesome. Um, three of the seven games though went to overtime this week. Did you know that? And some of the players like- were, were playing in back to backs after playing overtime. Which I mean, look, when you play in the WCHA, that's just what you do. But like for a player that one would consider an old dog, like a Brianne Jenner or somebody like that, who's now at the, um, not that she's old by any means, because I am older than her, but when you're at the older end of the spectrum, all of a sudden it's like, hooey, you know, that was a very quick turnaround. But uh, yeah, the week was awesome. I loved watching all of the games. Um, our guest is awesome. for. I, I don't even want to call her our second guest, because this is two episodes on a Monday that we're dropping. And she is quite literally a baller. She played basketball. Yeah, she's the coolest. Oh, and I, yeah, I want to ask her about, about her jump shot, if she still plays. I talked to a couple of her teammates, and they're like, nah, 
she doesn't have it. And I'm like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it because she's <laughs> such a stud in hockey. And I want to know when she comes to town if I could play her in pop a shot, quite frankly. I'm a really good pop a shot player. Okay, um, there we go. Do you have I've a taken, pop a shot? Buddy, no, actually. That might be on the list for Santa. I've taken my pop nice. shot skills from around the world, and there's only one time where things have gone wrong, and it was in Cologne, Germany, at the Men's World Hockey Whoa. Championship. There was this bar. It was like basically like a Dave and Buster's, but it was like a legit gringy, like grungy bar. And um, there was two pop shot machines with like a, one of those like claw machines that comes down and picks up uh, toys or whatever. And so myself. Um, uh, our producer, Kevin Pratt, and then Shane Knighty, who now works for the Vegas Golden Knights. He was um, doing color commentary there. We all went out. We were having some drinks. And I had put my um, cup of beer um, on the machine to the left of us. And all three of us were shooting, trying to crush this record that had been set. Kevin was a basketball player, so he was draining everything. You know, Shane and I are hockey players pretending like we're good, shooting behind him. Right. And um, – randomly like as the thing was winding down i was like for the win and i just like hooked up a ball and it like bounced off of um the rim and came out of the play area and landed like right on my glass on the side so it broke the glass in like a perfect peak and as the ball went out shane a shank basically a shank nighty went to go grab it <laughs> and ended up dicing his entire hand open and he was like ow no! and then we look around and i'm like oh my gosh and it was like a murder scene there was blood <laughs> i'm gonna put pictures up on this episode there was blood everywhere we had to go to I a don't german think you put those pictures up <laughs> we- <laughs> It's worth it. We went to the bar. I'm like, hey, my friend's bleeding. Can I get a napkin? He handed me like paper towels or anything. He handed me like this gnarly brown bar cloth. I'm like, this isn't going to do. We've got an open wound. He was like, get out. I'm like, I will after you give me the paper towel. So he wrapped his hand. It was like immediately red and paper towel. I was like gripping his arm, trying to cut off circulation. We're in a taxi on the way to, to the... Anyways, we had to tell our boss who is one of my favorite bosses of all time, Paul Graham. This guy's a legend. And look, I'm known to get in a little bit of trouble, as is Shane, as is Kevin. And so we're like, yeah, he's not going to believe this because it sounds too stupid and made up. And between the three of us, he's going to think that we got in a bar fight or something. Lo and behold, we told him and he was like, you guys, this is pure stupidity. And we're like, no, we swear to God, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. He wouldn't have been mad. He just would have been disappointed. And that might have been He was just like, you guys, man, I can't leave you anywhere for five minutes. Anyways, Nides gets it stitched up or whatever. And they're like, you might need, you know, you might lose function in some of your hands because you might have nipped some tendons and stuff. Anyways, he turned out to be okay. He's got a massive scar. If anybody ever sees him in Vegas – have a look-see and ask him about his papa shot days because they were ended right there and then. And his wife was even like, you idiot. (laughs) If she doesn't (laughs) believe you, please have her call me. It's kind of my fault. Anyways, that's my papa shot story. Um, With that, that I I want to ask our guest about it because our guest is awesome and it's Taylor Heisey. She's a 1B guest because she's first overall pick, scored the first goal for Minnesota. Like this kid was just built to be a superstar and I love it. I love everything about it. Yeah. The moment we saw her on the world stage for the first time in Denmark, she had her coming out party. She won MVP of that tournament. And everyone was like, okay, welcome to the show, Taylor Heisey. And she's just been up in the ante ever since. We're going to get to it. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh, before we have Ron, let's go around the week and just kind of what's caught our eye over the past seven or so days in the in the PWHL. Bring your green hat, Anything. Julia. Let's go streaking because Woo-hoo! there are some there are some teams that are streaking in the right direction. Uh, Boston, for instance, they're on a two game heater thanks to Alina Mueller. She got four yeah. points, a goal and three assists in those two wins. Not to mention, she's riding a four-game point streak. She got eight points, two goals, six assists. Third overall pick. Great pickup, Boston. She's going to be wild. You know what? She's going to challenge Carp for top top point getter in the league. This is going to be this is going to be a battle. If Carp can not get completely run down through the rivalry series week, and actually, you know. Catch your breath, get, get some her footing, rest. get some rest. This, we're a third of the way through the season, and they're neck and neck. Yeah, both of them have been awesome this year, but but Mueller, that that kind of connection she has going right now with Lauren Gable, we talked a little bit about it on the on the earlier podcast. We should like, get both what they of them have on. going is special. Yeah, yeah, because, you're right. You know, I know, I know. Alina speaks good English. Obviously, she went to Northeastern, but like, I wonder mm-hmm. if she's teaching. You know. Gable any Swiss German and what dialect of German because I know there's like three different ones there also French yeah but, uh, you know what and and mentioning that I saw that uh MASH posted a video this weekend a PWHL Ottawa Ottawa team like bus TikTok and mm-hmm. they were all going around just because Ottawa has so much diversity on their team and she would show a picture and a bunch of the girls would all call it different things so it was like <laughs> a photo of a semi truck and yeah. all the euros called it just a truck all the Canadians were calling it a semi, and the Americans were calling it, yeah, either an 18-wheeler or 16-wheeler. So everybody was calling something different. So it's kind of fun on these rosters. You, they're so used to – we're so used to seeing women play just kind of on their national teams. So it's so yeah. cool to see them in this setting. And you know they're all learning each other's swear words. Like that's just the first thing oh, you learn. Oh, yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. That's number one. Um, Minnesota, though, streaking as well. They got points in every game except one this year. Minnesota's just a beast. They lost to Montreal on Wednesday 2-1. Uh, Hensley was in net, and um, that was her one loss of the season. That's crazy. She's crushing it. Yeah, yeah. Public and a Ottawa couple teams are uh... not on the right end of the streak, are they? Mm, I know. They're not loving the streak right now. Ottawa was, you said it, like, even though they're not winning games, they're finding a way to pick up points, which mm-hmm. is so important in this league. Yeah. Um, but Carla's optimistic right now, of course. And you can imagine, like, there's no one you want to go through tough times with. That's Kriber. Other than Carla McLeod. Yeah. But, like, she's optimistic for all the right reasons. Like, they're out shooting people by a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they outshot what they lo- they lost to Boston. They outshot Boston 39-31. And they were outshot in the first period 12-7. to So they came back the last two periods just firing away they outshot Montreal 44 to 24 so Carla's like well I'm not that good at math she isn't but all numbers point to good things happening listen and that's fine you can you can fire a bunch of pucks on that and I agree with her yes it is great you know but you need some finish you can't be firing them all into the bread baskets so there's that and then New York also my team Abby man come on yeah they lost two straight and they're being outshot. They're not producing shots, Julia. They were outshot 39. Do you have a thought a- on that that game last night? That was that was a wild game. Okay. So they they lost two to one in overtime to Minnesota. They got completely outplayed in the third. The out third kill the third period killed them. They outshot Minnesota 27 to 15 through the first two periods. 
tell me you shouldn't have. Yeah. But that listen, and that's the strength of Minnesota is their goaltending and the fact that they do have players like Taylor Heisey, Grace Zumwinkle, that are out Your there. Fave. With, yeah, Zumwinkle, that are going to go out there and just score. You know, and albeit, you know, it wasn't either of those two that scored. It was actually a practice player that scored the game winner, which is totally cool. We're going to get yeah. to that story in a minute. But pretty cool, eh? You know, you know, New York, you know, you know, New York, <laughs> my goodness, New York. I, Happy I feel Monday. For yeah. Yo, you're throwing up shots like that. You got to find the back of the net. 40, like, I don't know. I feel like you're getting almost 40 shots. You got 37 shots. Something's got to give, man, because either you ran into a super hot goalie, which, is the case, but um, like I said, I every, I play- every goalie in this league is going to be hot, so yeah. you got to find I, ways to score. Like that's and I'm thing. not telling anybody to run goalies by any means, but I used to always accidentally on purpose lose an edge if uh, if that were the case <laughs> when I was playing for the Lady Wolves because you got to throw them up, not to hurt them or end their career. It's just a little bump, a little nudge. Oh, sorry. So that next time people are coming into the net, you know, full tilt, they're probably gonna you know, be thinking twice about the Sudbury school of hard knocks, baby. Shorzy. Absolutely. All right. right. Let's move on to getting getting off off the snide. snide. I know. Gosh. Thank. So it's so hilarious because both these podcasts are going to come out on the same day. And you and I I were texting one another laughing because in our first, I don't know, we taped it about a week ago. So I I don't remember off the top of my head right now because you guys are going to listen to it back to back. But I know we talked about the fact that Hillary Knight didn't have a goal. And neither of us were worried. Three, five games in the PWHL. No, that's a good That's a good part about it. We can't get like radioed. We didn't say anything ridiculous about Hillary Knight because Hillary Knight is inevitable. She and was here, coming. Yeah. And here's the thing. The longer she was going without scoring, the more worried the entire league was getting. They're like, oh, man, this is like brewing up to be a perfect storm. You know, when you're watching the Weather Network, they're like, you know, Hurricane Matilda is in the middle of wherever and it's coming in hot and you're just sitting there watching it like, oh man, that was Hillary, is and was Hillary Knight. Now look, it wasn't a beautiful goal by any means, but that doesn't matter. The floodgates are officially <laughs> kicked wide. Yep. Watch out, yeah. PWHL. I mean, I'm happy for her. I'm happy for the league because it's what the league and what she needs as well. And I mean, it's not like, the scary thing is, is it's not like Boston really needed her to be putting up points you know they've been they've been keeping their head above water doing they've been chugging along they're sitting in third they got 10 points so far yeah so it was just a welcomed addition and it was it it, it was inevitable she was coming Mm. uh night of our launch party toronto gets its first win on home ice over new york Uh it was troy ryan's birthday so nice little b-day gift for the coach i wonder if you put money up on the block I don't know. I'd love to see it because I always know Troy in such a formal setting. Like I always see mm. him at world championships. I see him at PWHL games. Uh, he just from the way the the girls like like you know he could let it fly a little bit. I'd be interested to see him in a little bit. Uh, yeah, more of a let your hair down setting. Yeah, I mean I don't know. he's got a he's just got all a wild like him. He's got a wild past, you know. Yeah, but I I always just consider him just a little vanilla, like a guy that doesn't like to, you know create a wave or a ripple in the water by any means that's fine and i, I feel like yeah. if he didn't do that obviously i would assume blair turnbull the captain would be like guys we're doing this we're doing this for the coach yeah speaking of blair her turnbull, too, she got her first, first point, point. hey oh get that monkey Woo-hoo. off your back campbell got her first shutout in that game glorious ottawa finally got Love their first home win for their fans ottawa fans there you go gosh they deserve that so much yeah you gotta get that to was well deserved Got to get to a game 100%. in Ottawa. 
Take yeah, the road. that's on our number one PWHL must attend list is Ottawa. And mm-hmm. you mentioned it earlier, but uh, Abby Boreen, overtime game winning goal versus New York. She just signed a 10 day contract on Wednesday. We talked about Kat Dubois last week. She was able to kind of do the same situation. So great. And this just speaks to like the depth of the league, doesn't yes. it? That former NCAA captain, stud. Gets a game winner as soon as she gets in, and, and she's unable to just get in the lineup regularly, just just because of how deep this league is. I know, and the parity in it. I mean, obviously, some teams have struggled a little bit to find their footing, but there's been eight games total so far that have gone to overtime or shootout, like crazy. And they're all close. How many games, games have been three two? Like, what a three, women's hockey score this also. week: they're all one the majority are Those one are goal hockey games. games, man. Like the league is there's so much parody. I know. I love it. Emily Clark Clark Emily Clark. Emily Clark got her first goal as well, which is uh, nice to see. Way to go, Em. Big fan of her, man. I like her. She's awesome. She's always just so happy. She works so hard. You'd be like, Emily, can you go run yeah. through that wall? She'd be like, hop and do it. You know, big Absolutely. smile on her face. And she does it yeah. with a smile. Yeah, she'll be like beating the hell out of somebody in front of the net and she so will happy. have just the biggest grin on her face. <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever. It's my favorite thing. She's one of and my like, favorite players to watch because of it. Imagine getting like Dorito glove face washed by her. I don't even know if her gloves <laughs> smell like the Cool Ranch Dorito gloves, those gnarly ones. But like imagine that and you're looking at her mad and she's just smiling at you so kind. And you're like, you're making the me nice smile. Yeah, yeah, the biggest bluest <laughs> eyes. And it's like, what the hell? How could you do this? Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, any favorite saves you saw this week, Tess? Oh, my God. Emirates Mash Outstanding Meyer. goaltender performances. It's hard to even, Mash. like I said, it's hard to even pick because, yeah. No, it's not. Okay. And we liked her TikTok this week. Tell me about it. <laughs> the save that she made on Stacy, Laura Stacy. I literally, I had the highlights on just quietly while watching, yeah. uh, trying to feed my kids. And um, I was like, oh, and a goal by Stacy. And then I like look back up and Mash had the puck and threw it away. And I was like, did she pull that out of the net? Or what was that? Because she was a beat. Like, yeah. Laura Stacy came in with speed, cut right across, went to go backhand. And it was like, oh. Meanwhile, Mash was like, psych, threw her glove there and snagged it right off the line. I was like, I need to rewind this and watch this seven times over. Let me tell you, that right there, I was like, save. One of the saves of the year. Hands down. That was glorious. Um, yeah. Chuli against Minnesota for Montreal. Chuli steps in. 44 save performance. This kid. She's backing up Debian and it's like, well, all right. Might as well do Debian things in net. Unbelievable. Yeah. Minnesota, they're no slouch. We're going to talk to Taylor Heisey and find out why. I want to talk to her about that game, actually, and how frustrating that must have been. Yeah, it, it, but like I said, it's just in this league, it's something you got to expect on a night-to-night basis. The goaltenders yeah. are all elite. So funny because in the men's game right now, people are like, we will pay a goaltender a million a million dollars to make yeah. two saves. And in yeah. this league, it's like they've got this surplus of really talented netminders. Yeah. yeah. And they're not it's even really making saves. Yeah. They're getting points. Mash has got an assist. Hensley got an assist on the game right. winner against New York on Sunday. Like, <laughs> so sick. Ah, get these ladies paid. Uh, anyways. Yeah, you'd love to see that. Yeah. Lots of sick goals this week as well. Uh, the Hillary OT winner, to your point, it wasn't like the prettiest thing of all time, but I think some right. major significance there because it was her yeah. first one, and I think it's going to open the floodgates. Um, Abby Boreen's OT winner as well. Yeah. Again, like not a gorgeous goal by any means, but a really sick goal in terms of its significance. Anything yeah. else that stands out to you Ella in, in Shelton. terms of this week? Ella Shelton's power play goal. 
against Minnesota. I was she's like, she's been a monster this I year, man. Not, like she, she is so dominant out there. There was a whole other level of Ella that we are seeing that I'm like, girl, where is this when you play for Team Canada? Like you're the driver, right. drive that bus, you know. And like, I don't know if they've placed yeah. her in a certain role or if she just doesn't. If if it's an intimidation factor, but like that can't be anymore because you're playing with and among all of them, and you're doing these things. Ella, I'm about it. Ella, we gotta have Ella on. So sick. Uh, Laura Stacy, as much as she got robbed by uh, Mash, she got her back. Oh Wicked yeah, goal. Uh, and I'm also like totally impressed by Teresa Venisova and Maureen Murphy on Montreal. They're time for the tied for the team lead in points with Pooh. Like, sign me up. Not All bad. Day. That's eh? what I wanted to see. That's what I want to see. These yep. players pushing, making a name for themselves. You know, it's not just the Poos and the Knights we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the depth of this league. There's so many stars that are just on the rise right now. We love to see them all. Uh, and we're about to talk to one star who's, yeah, I think, already solidified herself as a superstar yeah, in absolutely. this game. The moment she stepped onto the world stage, she made a major impact. She won MVP at her first Women's World Championship. That's crazy. She's a national champion. She is a world champion. Yeah. And... We're so excited excited to have her on the Jocks and Jills podcast today. She's an absolute hoot of a time, and we can't wait to chat with her. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Taylor Heisey. We're so excited for our second ever interview on the Jocks and Jills podcast. Our interviews all season long on Jocks and Jills are going to be brought to you by Nobis. So thank you so much to Nobis. You guys have the best jackets and you're the best for, for sponsoring this interview. So shout out to them for, for being with us and our, our first official sponsor all season long. And with that, we're so excited to chat with this person. She is a world champion, a yep. national champion, MVP at the Worlds, the first ever first overall pick for the first for the PWHL and man, she, she, she has all the personality and all the skill <laughs> to be those things. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only from PWHL, Minnesota, Minnesota's finest Taylor Heisey, couple clicks for her. <laughs> Taylor, thank you so much for hopping on with us today. We really appreciate it. I know you were traveling late last night. You're coming right off a game. So we appreciate you doing this. No worries. I'm very, very excited. She's coming off a back to back, Julia. She's white. <laughs> yeah. We actually, woke her up. Respect. Taylor, I'm surprised you're not wearing your infamous sunglasses that all your teammates tell oh, me that. Oh, they're Are back they there. Don't yeah. worry. I had them on yesterday. They were putting my hair back. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I was told they're an Amazon purchase, and if you wear them, you you can't really see through them at all. No, they're an Amazon purchase, so they're not Polaroids, but for 10 bucks, I think they do the job. <laughs> I now, love that. Tell me a little bit about the weekend. Yeah. You, no, it, you know, it was awesome. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, it was awesome. I think I haven't done a back to back since college and I feel like I'm someone that shouldn't complain because that was literally last year for me. Um, but I know some ladies haven't done back to backs in a long time. So for me, you know, this weekend it was important, you know, to, to work my hardest, but to also know that we have two games right in a row. Got to keep my body straight. We had a lot of travel in between, um, took buses um, and stuff like that. So it's always nice to make sure you get your sleep in or as much as you possibly can. Um, I think we, you know, we got to Boston, which is a great area. We love that. We've already been there twice. So it was awesome. But I think in, in the game uh, obviously didn't go our way at the end of the day. But I think, you know, we played 
we, we said we played 45 out of the 60 minutes and still came out um, with an OT. So I think, you know, we definitely wanted to be better. Uh, we need to keep focusing on our start. Um, but we knew that coming into New York, they were going to be coming out on a hot start too. So um, we wanted to focus on that and then ended up, you know, finishing it off in overtime yesterday. So it's very fun. You mentioned Boston. Obviously, you guys didn't spend much time there because you had to get right out and go to New no. York. But did you guys, do you guys run amok in that city? It's a good city. It's it's a really fun city. Um, yeah. I have some friends from there, uh, one of which plays on New York. So I told her this summer I'm for sure coming out there because the last time I was out there was Beantown when I was like 15 or 16. So, so is Minnesota the team that's like all biz on the road? Like you guys aren't visiting the local watering hole or anything like that? <laughs> Um, I, we really haven't stayed somewhere long enough for us Mm. to truly get a good grasp of that. I think, um, being the only Midwest team, we do a lot of travel, um, and we try to, you know, get ourselves in and out quickly. Um, but I know a lot of us, like we love hanging out with each other. Like we'll go and sit downstairs, play cards or like at the airport, we were sitting at Shake Shack yesterday. Some people were playing cards. Some of us were just hanging out. Like, I feel like we do a really good job of not having like clicks of people, especially like age wise or friend wise group. Like everyone gets along and it's just always a fun time. Like we were laughing. The thing we talked about yesterday was uh, we were seeing who on our team matched up with an animal. So we matched everyone up with an animal and we sat there. We talked about that for like a good hour. So that takes some of the time. I'm a black cat. We kind of started it um, because me and Grace Zomwinko, my buddy, um, she's a golden retriever. I'm a black cat. She sugarcoats things. I don't. So um, that's relationships. Yes. Every golden retriever needs a black cat because I'm the black cat in my relationship and my boyfriend is a golden retriever. You need one of each. You do. That's (laughs) That's the thing. And we talked about it because I, she's not all all on TikTok, but I am. So I told her this one day and she almost peed her pants. So we've been um, going at that ever since. Julia, Julia, her cat was like, I'm about it. My black hat is locked up in the room back there because he can't yeah. be trusted oh during recordings. But She's a cat okay. lady. That's fair. It's okay. Everyone needs a little cat in their life. Tell me a little bit about uh, like the road dynamic. Like, Who is the mm-hmm. teammate who packs too much for the road? Who is the teammate that shows up with two t-shirts and a pair of gitch? Who is the teammate that is always late for the bus? Like, What, oh, what is the road dynamic on Minnesota? Question. These are great questions. I love it. Um, for me, I have a bigger carry on. It's, it fits, but I do really enjoy bringing my pillow and sometimes a blanket. So I'm definitely an overpacker. I have to be comfortable though. Like it's a need necessity for me. If I don't sleep well, we're, it's not going to be a happy camp or Taylor the next day. Um, we have so many like foreigners that pack slim to nothing. Their carry on is the size of like, like you can put your hand in your hands like farther apart with wise than it. So we have Abby Cook. Michelle Kava is the one that like packs damn near nothing. And then – Underbay is um, finest. We got to give her yeah, some underwear love for that. Yes. She's a simple girl. Yes. Yeah. And then we have our, our goalie Amanda Levier packs in a backpack. <laughs> she literally has her goalie. She gets a free pass. She's yeah. a goalie. They get a free pass. They're strange. I love them. I love them to death. They're yeah. strange. We look at her and we're like, where's your bag? And she's like, I have it. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I go, okay, whatever. Um, and then Denisa Krasova, she packs in a duffel that put, fits in her hockey bag, so she never has to carry anything around. <laughs> True pro. That yeah. Uh, listen, awesome. I I got a bone to pick with you too. We're gonna talk Ohio State in a minute, but like at Ohio State, we traveled a lot, and that's what we did. You packed a bag that went in your bag. Duffel. Always. Yeah. They still do that now. I'm pretty sure some of my friends on the team have that, and they still do that. So. So um, I would say we you. don't have 
anyone that's late. Like, I feel like we all have anxiety that we're going to be late. Mm -hmm. And it makes me upset sometimes because I'll get to the parking garage 30 minutes before the bus leaves. And I already have my bag packed. Like, I don't need to be there at that time. That's just the time that I'd show up. And everyone's there. I'm like, guys, what what, what are we doing? What are we doing this morning? Like, it's, we don't have to be there that early. Is it? And then we get. Is it the Darwitz effect? Go ahead. You know, it's Natalie. Dark. I like, you don't, just you think, don't yeah, I, that's, a, that's very true for one. But two, mm-hmm. I feel like people are just like, okay, it's the morning and we have a lot of early risers. So people are like, well, we might as well just go. And right. I'm like, I have other things to do. Yeah. Like sleep. Like I, I like sleep or make breakfast. Breakfast is my favorite, favorite meal of the day. Like I'll have that three meals out of three if I could. So. But yeah, I get there and I'm looking at people. I'm like, guys, what are we doing? Every time I look at them, I'm like, what have you done today? They're like, well, we came here and we took a walk. We wanted to go to Starbucks. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> gosh. What's your breakfast order? That's What's so your good. go-to? And are you um, bacon or, well, usually, or breakfast sausage? That's a good question. I like to make my own. So I have a breakfast skillet and I'll do pancakes on one side, eggs. And then I either do bacon or sausage, it kind of just depends. And if I'm going to go out, it'll be a bacon, egg, and cheese from Brugger's. Nice. From what? Brugger's. Bacon. Have you not heard of that? No. No, it's a, a Minnesota delicacy. It's great. All right. Brugger's. I thought you were kind of honorary Minnesota, Tessa. I thought you would know Brugger's. Buddy, I, I feel honorary Minnesota sometimes because I'm from Thunder Bay, too. So it's like right on the border, hung out in Grand Marais a lot. It's good. I nice. love Minnesota. I played all my hockey kind of in the Twin Cities area. I love it's a lovely Minnesota. area. It's nice there. It's I a love lovely Minnesota. area. I lived with three of them, and you guys are all like Minnesota crazy. One of my roommates had a North Stars, a bright green in the color. Her entire wall was a mural of that. Katie Sersha. <laughs> Krista awesome. Carter was my roommate from day one. Minis- Lake Elmo. She went to Minnetonka. Is that the school? That's up there. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it sounds about right. Is that right? Oh, I may have made that up. Anyways, <laughs> her and I were roommates day one at Ohio State, and I remember the first Christmas we went home, my mom's like, you sound like a Minnesotan. I was like, oh, what? And then she texted me. She's like, my mom just told me I sounded Canadian. I'm like, ah, we're rubbing off on each other. Anyways, (laughs) love me, love me some Minnesotans. But that's my question for you. And that's my beef, man. You could have went obviously anywhere. Ohio State was on Mm -hmm. your list. What the heck? I know. Was it because (laughs) you're from Minnesota and Minnesota and you're big, you know, your family? Come on, man. No, 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 no. Tough. Um, I did have to wear a Buckeyes <laughs> jersey this year, though. I, ca- I can't lie to you. That I was saw tough, that. Tough Who was moment. that bet even with? Um, Liz Shepers and Claire DeGeorge. So then me and Kelly Panic lost. We lost embarrassingly. Embarrassingly bad. Um, I told – I saw Abby Murphy the next day at our game, and I go, did you see what you made me do? Did you see what I had to do today because of you? <laughs> and she goes, dude, I'm so sorry. She apologized like four times. I go, it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. I go, I would rather put on an Ohio State jersey than a Wisconsin jersey. So that's just how it is. Um, but no, I would say for me, like college-wise, um, I obviously love my family. I'm a homebody, but I also am very independent. So I think I could have gone anywhere and been just fine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I would love to have my parents be able to watch every game. Um, but I think, you know, Minnesota had the culture that I wanted. Uh, coaches didn't just tell me that I was going to play. They're like, you're going to sit. And you're going to learn and you're going to figure it out and kind of make your own way. And that's exactly what I've wanted to do. I think starting hockey when my parents had knew nothing about it, that kind of was my same vibe. Like, I'm going to learn myself. I'm going to figure it out and make my way. And then uh, Minnesota was nice. I was coached by 
Joel Johnson, um, front, who was coaching at the University of Minnesota at the time, um, in the world championships. So I got to be coached by him and that really helped me to help make a decision. Obviously he didn't make my decision off a coach, but you know, sometimes you got to look at extenuating circumstances Mm -hmm. for sure. Totally. Do you know if you're on Abby rocks, uh, wedding invite list? Oh, I don't know. She, you know, we've (laughs) talked about this. She has a list on her phone and I would love to be on it because it's going to be an absolute riot. I really hope I am. So I'll, I'll fingers crossed still, um, that I'm on that. And like not her bad. Do people on the team, like, if they're, like, ever out and they're grabbing a coffee, they're like, I'm going to get one for Abby just to, like, <laughs> keep, know, her, keep her on the good side? Yeah, that's totally, I feel like you never, ever want to be on her bad side. And I don't no. think I've ever gotten on that, which is great. So that's awesome. But I know some people that have, and I'm like, bless your soul. Have you gotten into it with any of your USA <laughs> kind of teams while playing against them in the PWHL yet? No, um, it was funny because I love to chat it up like at face-offs. Yeah. Start the game and yesterday I was like, Kirby, Kirby. And she's like, what's up? And we just said hello like in the beginning of the game and like that makes me happy. She's a great person and Rocky <laughs> didn't really like, don't really get too much into that because I feel like sometimes she can get a little like Rocky in the sense of like <laughs> not sure where we're at. So I just say, just give her a good wave and go from there. But no, I feel like, you know, I am biased, obviously, but I think our USA team, we play very, like, true to the sport. Like, you're not going to go out of out of bounds and do things that are illegal. So I don't usually have to get mad or figure anything out with them. I feel like they're great kids. So I'm very honored to be playing with them normally. I was going to okay, ask, wait, are you, you said, are you okay, Julia? Because we even heard, you and I texted each other. The game against Montreal, I felt like you and Pooh oh, have ran into each other <laughs> more dangerously or hard. Than you did it on, on more than one occasion. Like, are you okay? Are yes. You okay. Um, <laughs> we were I both going to ask the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I have some bruises. Um, it was funny because the one in front of their bench, I literally had to grab her shoulders and be, and I was like, I don't even know if I'm okay. She looked at me and she goes, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. And I kind of like looked at her because I was like, that was such a hard hit. Everyone stopped talking. That's when I knew it was bad. And then the other one, 50-50, she picked middle. I had picked middle at the time, and I was like, I'm going to send it. Because normally in college, if if I were to do that, it's an automatic interference penalty if you're going to stop me in my tracks. So I send it. I'm a big girl. Like I'm, I can take a hit if, if need be. So I feel like I just, I just went for it. And the other one, that one was a little knee on knee for me. So that one was hard just because I have, I have a bruise on the inside and the outside of my knee from that. But um, I'm all for the physicality of the game. Like, I mean, obviously within reason, I think the rules, rule book's slightly vague. So I think sometimes things can get slightly out of hand. Um, but I think once we get that under control, it's going to be great. Okay. I want to ask you about all-star weekend now. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that you are a really big fan of someone who's going to be there. Tate McRae. You're also, yeah. it's hilarious that you're such a big fan of her. Cause you look literally identical to her, which is <laughs> hilarious. Have you been tipped off as to where she'll be? Like, will you get some FaceTime with Tate McRae? Tell me if, if anyone has, has set you up yet. Um, it's on my dream board. Like, I mean, like it has to happen though, right? She's going to be there this weekend. It has to happen. Um, some of my teammates, like we play on Saturday versus Toronto and some of them are going to fly back with our team that night because we have to go to rivalry like two days later. And I was like, no, screw it. I am. It's, I know she's performing that night. I'm staying. My mom's coming. Like 
And my mom too, like she doesn't listen to my same music. So when we're in the car, I have to listen to different music. She doesn't like swearing. So it's a whole, it's a whole ordeal. But she was like, that is so Minnesota mom. Um, I feel like I have multiple genres just because I, as a kid, had to drive up to the city. So it was an hour and a half up, hour and a half back. So like I had gotten sick of my music immediately. Um, I would say I'm like, like pop, like anything that's like, I feel like normal for like a a teen or like someone in the twenties and that I like rap. Like that's immediately what I'm going for. Like for a pregame and stuff like that. So, but then I also love country. So like, um, Morgan Wallen and then Mitchell Tempany. Those are my two favorites, uh, country wise, but, um, Tate McRae, that's on my like feel good playlist. Like if I'm in the car and I want to like, it's kind of like dark out, you have the vibe going, like I'm always, yeah. I'm always on it. Her newest album, like I know every song. So whether, whatever, whatever song she's performing, I am on it. Can you sing? You are covered. No, you and I can't, but I can sing in the car when the music's loud. So I feel like that's the only thing that matters. So you're, you everybody like- can sing in the car. If we asked anyone else, would they say you're a good singer? No, absolutely no. not. My best friend who who um, lived right next... I've lived with her for like the past five years. She, the, I live by myself now. But um, when I was in college, she would make fun of me all the time because I'd be in the car and I'd be singing lyrics. And she'd be like, it's like you, do, you don't know the words. And I was like, I swear I do. I sometimes just add in new ones. And she goes, it's Sounds embarrassing. <laughs> That's yeah, so awesome. we did the is we did the egg challenge um, on TikTok. Uh, me and her, the, like last year, and she was like, "You sing in the car, and you have no clue what the lyrics are." And like we were going back and forth with each other, and it's hilarious. I love it. Is there anything else you're looking forward to for All Star? Like, are you Jay Beebs fan at all? Huge Jay. I know the hockey itself is very exciting, but nice. Yeah. I love that. Um, I would say obviously like meeting some really cool people, but just experiencing it for the first time. I feel like it's nice to be young and like in the moment and kind of like have watched all these guys since I was young and then being able to play with like different people. I haven't played with like a lot of people on my team uh, for all star. So that's going to be super fun and just hanging around like the girls who like have the same um, goals and aspirations slash like work just as hard as me. It's not like I, I do that on a daily basis, but this is like pro level. Um, so it'll be super fun with that. But yeah, I am a Justin Bieber fan. A few of my teammates did say that if I do meet him, um, they'll never talk to me again. So (laughs) we'll see how that goes, but I feel like it's likely he's going to be hanging around with Austin. Like he's got to be around the city a little bit. He's got to be accessible. I'm feeling Paris, Texas on Saturday night. That's my Bieber prediction. Oh my Toronto, the bar he's going to be at. That's my official prediction here on the Jocks and Jill's podcast. Um, we'll see. I got a, there's a, there's a Chipotle near the rink. What's your order when you go there? Um, I have two. So I like their quesadillas. I feel like that's like a delicacy that you don't get everywhere. You can't even order in each Chipotle. Like I do online ordering. So kind of just depends. But then I do four tacos, two chicken, two steak. And then I go no rice, no beans. Never been big on that. Um, guac, pico, corn cheese extra cheese lettuce and then queso wow that's a thing of beauty have you ever gone to chipotle with someone who has like an offensive order like someone yes my best friend actually she has (laughs) chicken extra white rice extra sour cream and lettuce that's a joke you can't be serious right now. and it'll come out it's just it looks like it's just sour cream and, and um rice is this Gross. a hockey player? Yes, she's my best friend, Abby Breen. She plays on Team Minnesota with she me. She just scored. A- Abby. Uh-huh. She just, just got that about. goal. That was yes. the pregame meal for that goal? 
the yes. Lucky winner was sour cream and cheese at Chipotle. That is like yeah. soupy awesome. rice with chicken in the mix. It's disgusting. And oh. I tell her she's a pharmacy student uh, at the U, so I tell her you can get she'll get Chipotle and me once a week. And I and I have to order this for her. And I go, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, she's making you go up and order that. You're like, this is. I swear, it's on my. This is my friend. It's not me. No, I can online order it. So I just okay. order it for her. And you don't have to look on. anybody in the face and say Put that. Up. I know it's no. like when somebody eats. Does a Starbucks order and they Go order and frappuccino at 8 a.m.? Yeah. Wear those sunglasses like, on, in. No one cold. knows who you are. Uh, that's incognito. Put yeah. those babies on. Yeah. That is incredible. 100%. Amazing. Are you learning any Czech swear words? We were talking about No, this. but. No way. Denisa is great. Like she actually kills me. Yesterday when we were talking about what animal people were. I go, you'd be an iguana. You'd be like a lizard because you're kind of like shifty, but like super like fast. And I feel like you're not always like in like people don't know, always know where you are. And she goes, a what? And I go, an iguana. She goes, how do you spell that? And I call <laughs> it for her, put it up on her phone. And she goes, never heard of this thing. So like her learning like a mer- like just it's hilarious. Like she and, didn't even yeah, have a word for it? it? No, no. What? No clue. Gotta I be guess a only weird North iguana. American people have reptiles in, in cages and stuff. I guess yeah. over there, they're like, we're not messing with that. Why yeah, she goes, oh, dogs. it's a lizard. And I go, it is a lizard. Um, but iguana is a better word for it. I go, just look it up. Um, but then we have tap, uh, ta- Sue Tapney, and she, we had her when she scored two goals in um, Ottawa. We yeah. were like, we need you to do the speech and finish. And we go, you can say whatever you want, but we want to sit here and listen. So she starts speaking on it. And we have one of our teammates trying to, like, translate. And they're like, yeah. I just scored both goals. Like, I'm winning for this. Like, she's just, like, the way she said it, it was hilarious. <laughs> but she's speaking so fast. None of us are – we're all like, what is she saying? Sounds like you guys are having some fun. I just have questions oh, have about the Minnesota goal. State Fair. Have you ever had Luigi fries? I have not. Have you had I the cookies at the Minnesota State Fair? Oh. For sure. I've been oh, gone. Oh, those so. are my favorite. I think about those. Yeah. I had them when I was 12. I still, like, they cross my mind in my dreams every now and then. <laughs> you got to have them fresh, though, because if you bring them No, home, I like, was. I was at the fair. They had, okay. like, the cookie disp- – they had the milk dispensers. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys just brought me back to a special place. <laughs> I haven't was, thought about this for a while. It's and awesome. And I had a deep-fried pickle on a stick and yes, deep-fried bacon good. on a stick. What's your yep. go-to yeah. there? Um, I tend to, we usually have to miss it cause we go to, um, August mm-hmm. fest and I oh. miss a lot of it, but right. if I'm going to go, um, I obviously I'm like a hot dog. Uh, people kick me for this, but I'm like, I'll have a hot dog here and there. I'm like, get a hot dog at the fair. I don't care. It's probably not the best for you, but I'm like, whatever. I'll eat it. Dog at a fair. Eat that. I love milk. I always have milk in my fridge, so I'm getting milk for sure with cookies. And then, Honestly, like when me and my family go, my dad will get one of everything. So, I mean, I'm trying everything whenever we go. <laughs> so, he's crazy. We're there for – but we're only there for two hours. So, we're running to each different thing to get to everything because he doesn't want to be there for more than two hours or three hours. So, that's awesome. Amazing. I only have one question before we let you go. Can you see my Jill hanging back here? It's kind of blurry, but yes, I can see it. <laughs> Does your Jill look like that or do you wear shorts? I wear pants, so like long pants. Mm. So things have changed. They're core Does shorts. anybody that you know wear a Jill like that? No way. Maybe one person. Thank a you lot so of us much, wear- Taylor. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Thank you so much. 
<laughs> I don't even know why we didn't start there. Thank you for your service. Thank you for everything today. <laughs> Who is the one? Is <laughs> it Kendall? Is correct. No, Kendall wears like um, it's compression. So for her groins, I wear oh, the same wait. thing, but in long version. So she wears a like a, a shorter version of it. But I think Abby Cook has one kind of like it just looks kind of like we tell it looks ragtag, like kind of it's blue. Like it, I, I just feel <laughs> like it just it looks old. It looks old. Make that the caption. And that is the <laughs> truth. And that is what we have to hang our heads on today. But you know what, Tess? They got the job done. And that's all that counts. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, 100%. I'm glad you wear one. With holes in them. Yeah, I'm huh? glad you wear one. Abby doesn't even wear one. Yeah, Abby was yeah. saying she doesn't to learn. even rock a Jills. Yeah. So yeah. I guess everybody's doing it different now. Everybody's got yeah. their own way. That's fair. There she goes. Um, sure. Taylor, we really appreciate you hopping out on with us today. That was a really fun chat. Uh, yeah. Good luck with the rest of the season. Good luck at All Star. I cannot wait to see the photo that comes out of you and Tate McRae next to one another because we, we know it is coming and <laughs> we need it to come. Absolutely. So thank you so Lastly, much. Taylor. We appreciate before you. Before we let you go, yeah. we know you're big on bakeries. We like you like Hennish Bakery. Yes. There's a spot I promise you you will not regret. When you're in Toronto, you Google San Ramo Bakery and you get out there. Yeah, you send it to me because I'm there. I made muffins the other night, so I had them ready for when I got home. So oh, I have something today. The food in Toronto is insane. We got to do a whole food tour, honestly. And I would be – I would love that. I'm a foodie it, at heart. Why isn't your nickname Chef? Like why don't you have a nickname? Like you you bake. It's just been like uh, – I, I feel like people just – my last name. Like people rarely call me by my first name. I, I really – it's like once a, in a blue moon type of deal. Mm. But yeah, that could be – could be – for sure. I'll plant, I'll plant the seed okay. for some people. Okay. okay. I like it. The seed Thank you, Taylor. The chef herself. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Taylor. And thank you again to Novus. Again, they're sponsoring our interviews all season long. They were our first interview to hop aboard here on the Jocks and Jills podcast. So we want to give them lots of love. And she is so funny, Tessa. Like, I know. Taylor never- Heisey is just destined for stardom. And, and she's already reached it. Built for it. I also never knew you were a Minnesota State Fair lady. Yeah, the more you and I talk and have conversations, mm-hmm. the more that you're going to learn that I'm just like your average redneck white trash trailer park girl. <laughs> I don't know. Like every family vacation that I ever – we went to, we did Disney. I won't lie as a kid. We did Disney. But yeah. mostly it was like various trailer parks. So the That's Memorial awesome. Cup is in Saginaw this year. Saginaw, like not exactly the nicest place in the world, but I'm really excited for that Memorial Cup and, and – uh, I'm like the only person, and we're staying in a city about 20 minutes outside of Saginaw called Frankenmuth, mm-hmm. Michigan. You know where that is? No. It's like a, a German Bavarian town. The whole town is like German Bavarian themed. There's a fried chicken restaurant. And I know you're realizing I know everything about this town already. Yeah. And it's because my family very much did go stay at the Yogi Bear trailer park there for a trip when I was younger. And I was happy. So that's, you know what? That's all. I, you have kids. I don't. That's all the parenting advice I give is that, you know, when I was a kid, all I did was go to trailer parks and I we- thought it was luxury vacation. So if you don't tell them, they won't know. Sounds like we need to take this show on the road this summer, Julia. We're hitting up all the trailer parks. Yogi Bear, I you love watch trailer out. parks. Yogi Bear, Ontario Parks. Uh, what's the other one? KOA. If there is a KOA. trailer park, I have stayed there. Totally. KOA. So yeah, uh, but uh, Taylor was awesome. She, I knew that she'd have all the good anecdotes about her teammates. Um, I will never be over that Chipotle order and the fact that. Oh, man. What it was the pregame that? meal for that OT winner. 
I guess we can't knock it because it fueled it fueled the fire and got the, the it w. fueled the fire. Not yeah, to absolutely. say that I'm that committed to eat that. That is gnarly. Five day break for the ladies. Some of them, I should yeah. say. Some are going All Star Weekend, but uh, five day break in the CBA because. Following that, there's three games, and then the ladies take off for the rivalry series. Three games, Saskatoon, Regina, and Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, exciting stuff. Um, what are you what are you looking forward to when it comes to All-Star Weekend? Anything specifically? Um, honestly, um, just the city catching fire. I feel like it's, it's nice when there's things going on. It, obviously, traffic-wise, it's brutal, but uh, I don't know. It's nice when there's a buzz and there's stuff happening, you know, especially around the game of hockey because, like, you know, um, it gave me a lot and it taught me a lot. And I think that, you know, it's come to a part where these ladies are finally getting um, the notoriety that they deserve. And it's going to be cool to see them perform on that stage yet again. Yeah, I'm fired up for the Minnesota-Toronto game on uh... – on Saturday as well. Like I think that's going to be an awesome game coming off the heels of all the all-star excitement. You'll have a few of those girls actually in that game. Like, we're going to yep. get to see Taylor Heisey in Toronto this week. It's going to be so much hockey that weekend. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a hockey hockey, how they say in Finland. Hockey hockey. Hockey hockey yeah. hockey. hockey. All right. Well, thank you guys. This is the second episode that maybe you're listening to today. So if you've uh, trucked through both of them, we, we really appreciate you guys listening. We, we appreciate you guys being along for this endeavor. Um, let us know what you want to see more of this year, more interviews, what chats you want to hear us have. If, if you guys, maybe we'll bring in like a question segment at some point, but, um, we want to bring you guys what you want to hear. So, so let us know in the comments, uh, leave a review, subscribe, follow us everywhere at jocks and jills. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Um, I guess it's called X now we're, we're on TikTok. So find us everywhere. We'll be posting Lots of good women's hockey content. And uh, and again, we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks again to totally. Nobis for sponsoring our interviews. Thanks again to Molson and San Remo and Red Bull for all the fun at our launch party. And, and mm-hmm. thanks to you guys for, for thanks to Eddie we'll see for thanks to for, Eddie. Yeah, being the DD, lugging everything around. Thanks to Eddie for letting me sleep in this morning. What about oh, uh, wait. Instaham? We haven't done our boyfriend rankings. Yeah, the no. point this week, it's 2 nothing Eddie right now because oh, poor, my poor boyfriend, Liam, he couldn't come on Friday night because he had a hockey Lame. game. And you know what? If they would have won on Friday night, we might have given him the point, but they lost. And he got his face all mucked up. So <laughs> it's 2 nothing Eddie. We'll try to see. We'll try to see if Liam can come back at some uh, point this season. Mr. Liam. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy poor guy down poor two guy. he's he's on the come up down most two. dangerously we'll in see. hockey all right thanks everybody <laughs> see you next week